0: We've reached the end of this month of June, which has been called Pride Month. And many parents have come to me very concerned about this indoctrination effort that has been going on to talk to as young as possible children about all sorts of perverse lifestyles. And in my opinion, we are very focused on what they are doing and what they are saying. But unfortunately, we're ignoring what I would call the bigger problem, which is what? Our example, what are we doing? And furthermore, what we're not saying, our silence. This to me is more concerning. So let's talk about both, inshallah First and foremost, our example. What type of example are we setting for our kids? What do I mean by this? Well, what I mean is we become shocked if our child listens to some of this LGBTQ propaganda and starts to consider this alternative lifestyle or alternative relationships and so on and so forth. And yet at the same time, We're not considering why it might be appealing if this young child's parents are constantly fighting, ignoring each other because they're both on their phones, let's say. They fight all the time and when they're not fighting, they're just ignoring each other because they're on their phone. If this child, when he's home, he finds that his parents are avoiding any sort of family time. Why? Because they're so focused at work and work only. If these parents only want as few children as possible because children are just a burden anyway, and if these parents don't really show much affection to the children or even affection amongst each other, as a man and a woman you don't see that it's a loving relationship, you find that they are very cold, then do we have the right to be shocked that the child would consider an alternative option? I would say that the answer might be no, not really. What exactly have you shown them? One brother recently was talking to me and told me that the first time he saw his parents hold hands was when he had already graduated high school. And when he saw it, he was shocked. This was like a big level of affection between his mother and father. This coldness, unfortunately, between spouses is not from Islam despite the fact that we act like it is. Why? Because it's cultural. And many times, Muslims will conflate. They will confuse culture versus Islam. In Islam, you're not taught to be cold. You're not taught that there can be no love no romance in the relationship this idea is completely false and I would say detrimental because again the child's looking at this looking at his parents and seeing they can't even give you hold hands I never seen them give a hug so these people are celebrating they're happy they're so proud is it any wonder that it starts to look more appealing our job isn't just to warn against the haram relationships our job in addition to that in addition to warning against the haram relationships is to show the benefit of halal relationships. You want to make sure there's a loving home. You want to show that there's some passion between the spouses in the household. The Prophet, excuse me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says what? بعد من الشيطان بالمعروف Allah Ta'ala says, and live with your wives in kindness. For if you dislike something in them, if you dislike them, then perhaps you dislike a thing and Allah Ta'ala will make within it a lot of good. You have no idea. It could be the case that Allah is going to put so much barakah. Even in the qualities that you find frustrating and difficult, you have to show so much love inshallah Ta'ala. And I'm sorry to mention this, if this is considered, you know, inappropriate, but it, again, we're dealing with uncomfortable topics. And so we have to talk about this, inshallah ta'ala. Allah ta'ala says, la min al-haq. Allah says, Allah is not shy of the truth. So we can't be shy when it comes to these issues. We need to talk about the intimacy crisis. Yes, I repeat, the intimacy crisis. There are statistics that mention that one out of six marriages are somewhat would call dead bedroom, sexless marriages no intimacy whatsoever one out of six there are some statistics that go even higher and say one out of four a'udhu billah, subhanallah we're talking about parents we're talking about relationships couples that there is nothing intimate between them and I apologize if some are offended by talking about this but we have to it's very important whether it be one out of six one out of four whatever the case may be this is staggeringly high subhanallah brothers and sisters let's think about this if you're talking about a couple that are not engaged in any intimacy whatsoever that's not a couple You're roommates at that point This is just being roommates. Is this the type of relationship that we are supposed to be promoting? And we have to ask ourselves, if there's no intimacy in the marriage, if there is just coldness, distance, loveless, passionless, don't you think it's possible that the kids can sense it? Don't you think that that perhaps the children will look towards their parents and get a sense that there's no love there, there's no passion there? I don't see the spark. And so is it possible that they could look at alternative lifestyles and start to say to themselves, you know what? Maybe that looks better than what's being offered in this traditional way of life. Jabr ibn Abdullah who he mentions in a hadith in Sahih, Muslim, authentic hadith. We were with the Prophet in a certain expedition. When we came back to Medina, we wanted to enter into the city. فقال, so the Prophet said, what? Oh, slow down. Let's slow down and let's enter later into the night. So what is this demonstrating? The Prophet is coming back from an expedition and they could just all rush in home. I'm hungry, I want this, I want that. They could just rush into the house. But instead, the Prophet says, what? We come close to the city so that they can see us or they could, that, that, that the announcement can come that, hey, the expedition has come back, but let's slow down, let's wait till the night time. Why? تَمْتَشِطَ okay. الْمُغِيبَةَ so that the women who are perhaps dishevelled they can clean themselves up you know do their hair make themselves look nice and so if they have and I apologize if this is too uh, you know uh, too far but we have to learn about these things those who want to remove body hair give them a chance to do so if they want to get a chance to freshen up and remove body hair do so as well Subhanallah, this is a beautiful hadith explaining what? that hey when you're coming home Give a little bit of time so that the wife can get ready and that when you come home, there's, it's, the preparation has created that bond, that love, that affection. We can imagine how we can apply this to ourselves. It's been a long day, about to come home, instead of just rushing into the house, I'm home, where's my food, I'm tired, I'm going to pass out. Instead of that, what do you do? Send a text. I'm on my way. See you in 20 minutes. I miss you. I love you. Can't wait to see you. Something, anything. What does this do? Allows for the spouse to prepare. The children get to see, when you walk into the house, what? There's a big hug at the door, a smile, a kiss on the cheek, whatever it may be. We need to be showing our kids this passion, this love. Show them that the spark is still there. Why? So they don't start thinking that everything haram is good and everything halal is boring and bad and leads to dissatisfaction. Yes, it's important that we need to be playful and warm in the household. That's in terms of our example. What about our silence? Our silence is also equally concerning. First and foremost, let's set the scene. Let's understand something very important. There are countless articles and statistics to prove that this generation of young people are the loneliest generation. Whether it be most likely because of cell phones and so so forth, everybody's on social media, they report the highest levels of loneliness, they feel the most isolated, they have the least amount of social interactions, they report the least number of friends. This is a very lonely generation that we're talking about. Now, I want you to take that And to make matters worse, add this other piece of information. Many Muslim parents act like they've never had an impure thought in their life, they've never thought about the opposite gender in any way whatsoever, as if being a Muslim means what? That we have to pretend that we're so holy that we would never feel any sort of attraction. Is this really a good example to set? No, I don't believe so. Why? Because when you put these two things together, what you get as a result is that the child is lonely and plus they know that they cannot talk to their parents about attraction or somebody that they want to be with. They can't talk about it. Why? Because it's apparently unholy to ever want to be with anybody in a romantic way. This is nonsense. So this is a very dangerous recipe. Brothers and sisters, in the past little while I've been having countless disturbing conversations with fathers who all of a sudden become concerned That their daughter is growing up it's like they didn't realize that this was going to happen it's very funny to me when they act like what how did this all of a sudden happen subhanallah really you didn't see this coming oh all of a sudden she's putting on makeup or she's flirting with boys whether it be online or whether it be in person at school whatever the case is or they even say I have a boyfriend and the father's like where did this come from and so I always find that odd because it's like did you not realize that attraction is part of the process that it was you know she's not gonna play with dolls forever right She's getting to what age? She's going to college now. Do you really think she's still like completely unaware of the opposite gender? It's very strange to me how many fathers have this strange sort of naive idea that their little girl's never going to grow up. And so, my response is usually, okay, so clearly she's not a child anymore. She's not playing with little dolls anymore. She's older, she wants romance. Fair enough. Have you spoken to her about what type of man she's interested in? No. Okay. Have you spoken to her about red flags versus green flags? You know, what to look for in a guy? What makes a good guy good? What makes a bad guy bad? No. Oh, have you been taking a look? Have you, been, have you been talking to her about some of the men in our community, some young men that you think are promising? Hey, this guy, he comes to the masjid often, and he seems to be healthy and fit, and he plays sports, and mashallah is getting this degree, and he's got a good relationship with his friends and family. Have you been talking to her about different potential guys? You know, just, what do you think about him? What do you think about him? No. Have you been looking at all, in your community. Just looking around and saying, I wonder which guys could theoretically be a candidate for my daughter. Forget about even talking to her, just yourself, on your own. Do you, are, are your eyes open? Are you paying attention? No. SubhanAllah. At some point, I want to ask these fathers, I apologize, but sometimes I want to ask the fathers, are you aware that you have a daughter? Are you aware? Is this news to you? Do you know her name? Are you aware of this? SubhanAllah. Or perhaps in a more polite way, I should say, do you feel any responsibility to guide her as she navigates this very difficult terrain, her romantic life? Do you have any responsibility whatsoever? Who is going to teach her about this? Which, who's gonna teach her about men other than her father? She trusts you more than anybody else. You are a man yourself, that's pretty helpful. And plus you have so much more experience, yourself as a man and with other men. And furthermore you're the most invested in her success so why are countless fathers completely absent on this issue it is truly frightening the main point that I want to make brothers and sisters if you don't get anything else from this please pay attention to this one point I like this analogy maybe it helps if the disbelievers are more than happy to talk about haram relationships loud and proud with their rainbow flags and their TV shows and their movies and all their propaganda, if they're so happy to beautify haram, meanwhile, we are too shy to talk about halal relationships, to the point that we pretend they don't even exist, that we've never even thought these thoughts, then in my opinion, it's as if we are in a boxing match. The only difference is our hands are tied behind our back. Because we can't talk about it. We 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 don't say a single word. Good luck. Good luck in that match. See who wins. You're trying to have this competition to see who's going to win over the hearts and minds of our youth? Well, if your hands are tied behind your back, you can't throw a single punch. Good luck. We have to break this silence and stop pretending that we don't understand. I've never had an an attraction in my life. Fathers, stop pretending like this. Be a little bit more open. Have conversations, even from a young age, obviously in an appropriate way. But you have to warm up to these topics and you have to be open and honest about it. Yes, here is a simple, action item that I think every one of us can apply inshallah ta'ala a simple homework assignment if you will take home with you inshallah ta'ala to the fathers please when you go home talk to your sons talk to your daughters especially if they're getting to that age late teens early 20s around marriageable age please talk to them and ask them please give me a list of the top 10 things a man should look for in a woman and the top 10 things a woman should look for in a man simple request please let me see your list let them sit down and write it out. And then, if their list is completely misguided, if they only get a few things right and lots of things wrong, then inshallah ta'ala you can correct them, you can advise them, you can share your wisdom and experience with them. And if on the other hand, if they write a beautiful list where they know exactly what to look for in a spouse, and they know exactly what, to ha- what qualities to have so that a spouse will be interested in them, if they know exactly what to write, then you can ask them the next step, the next question, and say, how are you working on yourself to be husband material or wife material. How are you implementing these points so you can be the best version of yourself that you can be? We work on ourselves. We don't adopt this nonsense attitude of, oh, well, I'm perfect the way I am and everybody should just love me for who I am. Yes, of course, they should love you for who you are, but you have to work on yourself. That should be part of who you are. Always work on yourself and improve, inshallah Taala. A very common response that you get from some fathers is what? Well, it's very hard to do so. There aren't enough good guys. I have daughters they're getting older, I can't find good guys in the community if that's the case then please remember this very simple idea if there are no good guys then fathers need to be more invested in this community to raise up the next generation of good men you need to be here at the masjid, you need to be talking to myself, the administration about different programs to work on the men whether it be halaqat, whether it be sports, whatever it may be, engage them and I know some fathers that are like this I know some fathers, mashallah, they are engaged And they say, well, I know I have daughters and I know they're getting older. I need to know which guys are coming to the masjid. How do they perform? Are they able to speak about their deen? Are they practicing their deen? They want to be more involved in raising up these young men, which is a wonderful attitude as a father, as opposed to those who just say, I can't find any good guys. Oh, well, back to sleep. I'll let her figure it out on her own. Good luck with that. How is this being responsible? Instead, they just want to say, you know what? I'll just go back to work. No big deal. Work 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 that's all i care about maybe one day you can buy a husband for your daughter on amazon same day delivery i don't know i don't think so it doesn't work that way may Allah Ta'ala protect us so yes we need to be more cautious of just going with the flow inshallah we'll talk about this in the second khutbah wa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam ktheera wa ala rasulillah why aren't more people talking about this? I believe because most Muslims think we can just keep going with the flow. Everybody else gets married later on in life. They just keep delaying and delaying. They don't plan it out. They just say, oh, daughter, figure it out on your own, and she can figure it out, and that's fine. Let me mention a few statistics about the Western world and what's happening in terms of the marriage situation. Now, I believe this is, these statistics apply to the Western world, but inshallah ta'ala, I hope that the Muslims are unique. So I do believe that because we hold on to our traditional values, they don't necessarily apply to us. I mention this because I don't want anybody to take this as if I'm personally attacking you. Brothers or sisters, please don't take this personally. But this is the direction that society is going into. So first and foremost, did you know statistically that if a woman hasn't had a baby at the age of 30, there's a 50% chance that she will never have one? Did you know about that? So SubhanAllah, this idea, oh, just delay, just delay, delay, don't worry, you have more time, you have more time. Yes, at the age of 30, you could say to yourself, I still have a chance, I can still find Mr. I've been so focused on my career and school and all those things are great, that's fine. But wait a second, if you wait till that age, statistically speaking, yes, you still do have a chance. You still can find Mr. Right and still have a family. But at that point, it's a coin toss. That is a scary coin toss, in my opinion. 50-50, whether you'll ever meet your own children or not, whether you'll be able to have these children and develop a life with them, spending day after day with these people, the most important relationship you're gonna have in your life, and you just keep delaying. My suggestion is, you need to be equipped with the knowledge of just how dangerous of a game you are playing so that inshallah ta'ala you can better prepare and allah knows best there are a record number there's a recent article came out a record number of forty-year-old americans that have never been married this is the the numbers just keep going up the number of of americans that are forty years old and never been married just the numbers keep on climbing should we really be just following in this trajectory don't we think it's detrimental here's another very scary stat that of the women that reach past the age of fertility, so they can't have children anymore, 10% of them never could because of medical problems, and that's very difficult. 10% of them didn't want children, and okay, that's their choice. If you never wanted, I can't force and I don't want to. If you didn't want children, you didn't want a family, that's up to you. 80% regret it, 80%. That is a huge number. 80% of them say what? If I could, I would go back and reorganize my life and reprioritize my decisions so that I could include family more. Fathers, you need to start talking about these numbers. Now, I wanna be very clear about something. In no way is this supposed to be endorsing, forcing. I'm not saying we force our young brothers and sisters to get married when they don't want to, when they don't feel ready, absolutely not. I know that sometimes these type of topics they get misconstrued people say oh you want to force us to get married at a young age I'm not saying that at all I'm simply saying have the conversation I'm simply saying be open to speaking to your children about these important things and make sure that there is a two-way street that they feel comfortable to confide in you we should remind our kids that it's the most important relationship you're going to have I know that every father in here They love their kids. They love their kids more than anybody on this planet, subhanAllah. They love their children so much and they're so happy to have developed this relationship with them, this lifelong beautiful relationship. And the idea, the idea that there are some people that look at this possibility of having this incredibly loving and beautiful and lifelong relationship with their child, but they don't. Because they thought, you know what, a baby is too much of a burden. So therefore that life wasn't worth creating. And therefore I'll never know your name and I'll never see your face and we'll never grow up together and get older together and live a full life together SubhanAllah, this is heartbreaking and this is the direction that the Western world is going into No, we are not like this we don't have to be like them there's no reason that we should take them as an example May Allah Ta'ala protect us So I want to close with a few hadith from the Prophet emphasizing the importance of family and I want to speak to the fathers specifically because I believe of course that you as fathers are the head of the household and it starts with you and it starts with you setting the good example of being loving towards your wife loving towards your kids, demonstrating a beautiful home so that the kids are more attracted to that lifestyle. First and foremost, the Prophet says what? As we all know, The best of you is the best to to your wives and I, or, or your families, and I am the best to my family and to my wives. The Prophet says also what? Treat women nicely. Be kind to your wives. Treat them in a beautiful way. Furthermore, the Prophet says what? الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِيمَانًا وَأَحْسَنُهُمْ خُلُقًا uh, that the most complete of believers are those who are the best in their character and the best of you are those who are the best to your wives in character it's not an Nisa'ihim, their wives, their, their women not other people's women, not going out to the, uh, what's it called, I don't know, the secretary here or some other woman there, no, no, no being the best to the women in your life, your, your wife your mother, your daughters, your aunts, your sisters, etc., etc. Ha- this is how you can be the best, inshallah ta'ala. Furthermore, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed ayat about about ayat about people hoarding gold and silver, the Sahaba came and asked the Prophet about this and he said, what? better than all this money, better than all this wealth that people are collecting is what? a tongue that remembers Allah often, and a heart That is always grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a believing wife that helps the husband on being a better believer, being more faithful. This is the best thing that you have, brothers. So show more appreciation to your wife. Show more love and, and passion in the household. And instead of being so upset that out there they're promoting haram. Be proud of the fact that you have set such a good example that Alhamdulillah, your children are looking forward to the day that they can get married and have their own family be ta'ala May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who set good examples in the house. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who are loving towards our families. May Allah Ta'ala make us of those who can follow the Sunnah of the Prophet and be loving and passionate and have a beautiful relationship. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make us of those who are very open with our children and having open conversations and help them navigate this important, the most important decision in their life, which is finding a spouse. Amini Rabb Alameen. Allahummahdina fi manhadeit, wa afina fi manafate, wa twa lana fi mantawaleit, wa barak lana fi ma'atit, wa kina ma ma'adate, fa inakatakli wa la yukda alaykinahu la man manwaleit, wa la yizu man'adi tabarakta rabbana wa ta'aleit, rabbana atinah fi dunya hasanah fi akhirahati hasanah wa kina'a abu nar, wa salallahu alaykum wa alaykummahi wa sallam 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 sallam